Hello, welcome to the Healthy Alternatives podcast. I am Dr. Christine Sauer with DocChristine.com. Today's show is a recording of my radio show of the same name. Enjoy! Good afternoon, this is Dr. Christine Sauer, your host of the show Healthy Alternatives here on 97.5 CIOEFM with live stream on communityradio.ca every Thursday at 12 noon Atlantic Standard Time. Thanks for tuning in today. In this show, I will talk mostly with guests about all aspects of health, healthcare and wellness, from conventional to alternative and everything in between. My mission for this radio show is to help change people's lives for the better by informing them about different options to get and stay healthy and well so they can choose for themselves which option might work in their case. And if you feel you are stuck in a dark place, I want to tell you, don't give up. There is a light at the end of the tunnel for you too. Today I'm extremely pleased to have Bassam Khoury back. He was with me last week on this show and talked about his amazing and inspirational story. Thanks for being back, Bassam. Thank you. It's good to be back. And today I would ask you, just for those that missed the first show, by the way, you can go back, listen to it on the podcast side in detail, but just summarize it, what happened to you and how did that end up to be transformed in what will hopefully soon be a charity. So uh, again, just to sum it up quickly, um, I had a very bad car accident in 2013. Uh, I broke my neck, my back muscles, spine, my hips, my pelvis, my chest, my shoulders, and fractured my arms, along with my ribs, of course. But um, uh, after after going through a struggle, uh, both physically and mentally, for some time, I had to. Uh, I learned a lot. I learned a lot of services were missing. A lot of um, uh, very needed services to, for a full recovery were missing. And, and we should mention that you were not supposed to live for one. Not only do you do that. And exactly. then you were told or your parents were told you would never walk again. Yeah, they were told I would not live. And then once I did, I was I was told I would uh, never walk again or never use my legs again. Yeah. Um, but that, that all miraculously changed. And now, as you can see, I, I can walk. Um, so I, I had to really learn about what services I needed and how I can get them. Yes. And I found out that... Um, <clears throat> only maybe 5% of the needed services were covered by my insurances and mm -hmm. everything else I had to take care of myself. And just considering what other people would do if they were in a, a financial struggle, if they were in a family, and how it affects an entire family, just knowing from how it affected mm -hmm. my entire family. And um, what would they do if they were in my situation? How would they go through the struggle? Which really um, <clears throat> got me to think, I mean, there's a reason why I first lived and there's a reason why I recovered so well. And it it really brought me to start be able to uh, be able yeah. to society as for now. Hopefully it'll be a charity soon. Now you are first hand, you are living with an invisible disability. Yes. Which is chronic pain after the accident. Yes. And why did you choose that as a focus for be able Well, because uh, people going through non-visible disabilities um, are a group of people that are forgotten about, I'd say, um, unfortunately. <clears throat> if somebody was normal, then they have very little struggles. Uh, or, of course, everybody has struggles, but uh, needed struggles physically or mentally. If somebody has a full disability, and it could be quite obvious uh, for their friends, for their family, at work, or even society, what assistances they would need. However, when somebody has a non-visible disability, it's not visible to others. So their expectations of you are much higher. 
uh, what they can do and what they can't do is not known to them unless we yeah. personally ask for help. When it comes to um, assistances or treatments that are provided, that's also not covered because people think that you're fine now or you've mm. uh, passed the tough stage, even though the tough stage really comes after recovery. So for you, after the six months in hospital and rehab center, that was pretty much the end of the government-covered services, was it? Uh, somewhat. I mean, uh, if I needed to see a psychiatrist, that, that was covered. If I needed to do physiotherapy at the rehab center, uh, part of that was covered. However, mm -hmm. uh, when it comes to psychiatrists, myself and many others, I'm sure, don't like to rely only on medication. Right. Physical therapy helped me at the very early stages. And then I got to a point where that wasn't enough to strengthen my muscles again. Mm -hmm. And I needed to get a personal trainer, which is something that I had to pay for. Yeah. When it comes to massage therapy, acupuncture, everything else, I had to pay for myself. Yeah. And um, so very little is actually covered by most health insurances mm -hmm. or government insurance. And yes, there is, of course, a disability insurance for cases like that, what every young person, especially when they have a family, should have if they don't have financial resources. But if not... That's why you found it be able to. Yes. So even even with the most <clears throat> disability insurances, that could be barely enough to cover living costs. Mm. So we, we started to be able to, for two main reasons. One is to provide the services that are needed uh, that are not covered. Mm -hmm. The other part is um, is to be, be able, leaders in a gateway of support. Uh, there's a lot of support in this world, but at the same time, there's a lot of support that's needed by people. And that makes something, something very wrong. So we aim to be service providers in order to uh, help somebody get a full recovery that they need. We're also here to, um, to support people if, there's, if they just need to simply talk mm -hmm. or uh, somebody to understand what they're going through. Uh, I think nobody should fight uh, their own personal battles by themselves. And if we can be here to help fight with them, then, uh, then why not do it? Hopefully that other people will uh, be encouraged to do that for their friends and family too. And that is so important. And from my own story... I was living with an invisible disability for over 10 years myself with chronic back pain. People don't realize what it means. It and know. you lose your job, you lose your employment, you end up in a black hole. That's true. But like you said, there's yeah. light. So we hope to be that light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. The black hole. And that's what Be Able to really is about. We want to give people hope and we want to give them the resources they need to recover as much as possible and get back to their career? Yes. So our, our main goal is, um, depending on each person's criteria, there's an assessment uh, that they mm -hmm. go through just to, to see what services they would, what they would need. Our, our mission is to um, cover costs, for example, for uh, physical assistance. We try mm -hmm. to cover costs for physiotherapy, personal training and strengthening, massage therapy, chiropractors, anything needed for a full physical recovery. When it comes to the mental aspect, psychiatrists are covered. But we aim to cover costs, full or partial, depending on each person's criteria, for um, psychologists, for counseling, marriage counseling, because it does affect the whole family, life coaching, and everything else that's needed for a full mental recovery. So we try to remove the stress of people having to worry about recovering and how can they can afford recovering. Mm -hmm. And we try to do that uh, mainly through different aspects. And as you said, also to be a gateway, to show them the way and say, Uh, you maybe want to consider occupational counseling or occupational therapy. Here's a provider of be able 
go and see if that works for you and you find something that you are excited about doing for the rest of your life and that you can do even if you are having some difficulties. Exactly. So uh, for the treatments themselves, we aim to uh, help somebody transition back to life in 24 months or up to 24 months. Uh, after that or towards the end of that, we would help them, like you said, uh, discover what, what works for them, what works for them physically, what works for them mentally and what they're passionate about. Mm -hmm. to try to help them get back into the workforce, into something mm -hmm. that they could possibly do for the remainder of their life. And that's, that's so important because many people feel left alone. They do, which is what causes most of, uh, unfortunately, suicides. Yeah. Uh, people think that committing suicide could be a selfish act. where It, it could be, but uh, in my opinion, it's more selfish from the people around them for not noticing what um, somebody has went through, not mm -hmm. noticing uh, how dark the situation that person was in. So we try to be supportive uh, as much as we can. Mm. Of course, personally, maybe we might not know the person. Getting to know them through our peer-to-peer -peer program, for example, can help them open up. And when people open up, um, it encourages them to talk about what their struggles are. And it encourages them to see that uh, they're not alone. And this is right. something that they can get past. And we all struggle. And as I always say, we yeah. honor everybody's struggle. As we honor our own, we have to. Because life can be full of struggles. It it's be. not a walk in the park. It's not. And we grow through that. And when we have others holding the hand and saying, yeah, I know how you feel. And we do know how it feels. It be in the black hole. And emotional pain can be more painful than physical pain. And that's why people commit suicide. Yes. And I can say that because I tried it twice. Mm -hmm. Because of the emotional pain that was worse than the physical pain that I could dull with medications. Exactly. The emotional pain you can dull, but then you are a zombie. That's true. That's true. And physical pain causes uh, causes somebody to feel hopeless, to feel useless. Uh, yes. When somebody can't support their family as much anymore, um, mm -hmm. it causes them uh, a, a lot of um, a lot of stress, a lot of worry, a lot of uh, it could cause a lot of depression. Uh, And, and, and the feeling of loss. You lost your job that you maybe loved. You may even, in the accident, you may have lost a family member. And that makes it worse. Yes. And, and you need people that understand what it means. And that God laughed at themselves and say, hey, it's all in your head. You're a young person. You should be working. It's not as simple as that, unfortunately. It's no. Not. And hopefully we can also educate the entire family on how to treat each other, how to support each other uh, in different ways. Um, mm -hmm. Sometimes asking or offering a lot of support and help um, isn't always the best thing. It could mm -hmm. possibly cause somebody to think that they're weak. Yeah. So just being there supportive, sometimes without saying anything, just being somebody that somebody can count on to talk to you when they need to, that could be great support itself. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's a very good thought, that sometimes we don't want to push it on anybody, but we want to make sure they know that we are there for them. Exactly. And that is a wonderful end for the first half of this show. Here on this broadcast on 97.5 CIOE FM Community Radio. Please tune in after the commercial break for more about Be Abled with Basam Khoury.
Hello and welcome back to Healthy Alternatives here on 97.5 CIOE FM or on the web at communityradio.ca. I'm your host, Dr. Christine Sauer, and today I'm talking with Bassam Khoury, the founder of the Be Abled Society. That's welcome right. back, Bassam. Thank you. Thank you. Now, Before I forget it, share the website. Where can uh, the people go to learn more about Be Abled? So our website is uh, www.be-abled.com. Okay, so the dash is important and the D at the end of Be Abled. Be Abled, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Because it needs a team to be able. So we need to be Be Abled. That's true. To be able. <laughs> I like that word play. <laughs> have to have yeah. fun. Now tell us a little bit more about how somebody say somebody had uh, a sudden event that's a, a necessity right now for uh, to become a champion in be able to have a sudden event like an accident or a sudden illness cause a non-visible disability am I right? Yeah, so we're focusing uh, at this point on uh, non-visible physical disabilities mm -hmm. and through that uh, mental disabilities can come along very, very easily. Mm -hmm. uh, so when somebody comes in uh, requiring a service, um, there's a few steps before they would start. Uh, so what would be a classic case besides somebody with a car accident? So it could be accident, it could be illness, it could be... Uh, uh, so somebody that I met with recently had, um, had to do hip replacements. He's about 33 years old because of sitting down at his job a lot of the times. So a lot of things can cause non-visible disabilities. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be a car accident, uh, per se. Um, strokes can cause physical disabilities that are non-visible also. Mm. And um, now that you mentioned it also, we also, um, at this point, for now, we're trying to deal with people that went through a sudden trauma. So nothing that somebody was born with, not a genetic situation, but something that suddenly affected somebody's life in a yeah. negative way. So the requirements would be that they had a career or some kind of work before that? Yes, I mean, everybody works really hard to uh, get the life that they want in the future. And when something like this happens, it interrupts all of this and it makes it much more challenging to get back into that life. Mm -hmm. So we try to help uh, people with, uh, well, the criteria are nothing you were born with. Um, we're focusing right now on the ages of 19 to 60, uh, which could also change. But for now, um, in hopes that we can get that individual uh, back into the life that they worked so hard for mm -hmm. within the 24 months period. And that is very important. Now, what if somebody feels he might be a, a possible applicant, what what can they do if somebody feels they might benefit from those services? So if, if somebody is uh, reaches out to us directly or is referred to us through a friend, family, the rehab center, um, initially the first first step would be to come meet with us. Uh, we would have a team that would uh, do an assessment for them physically and mentally just to see where they are, what treatments they might possibly need. From that, uh, they would um, be referred to a list of our service providers that we're dealing with. And according to each person's different criteria, um, either full or partial cost for each service would be provided. Mm -hmm. Depending on their financial resources and how much they can access to the government and privately, of course. Exactly. So we try to see that somebody's exhausted all the benefits that are, are available for them there. Mm -hmm. And then that's when we come in to help. Mm -hmm. Now, how... Are we different from the arthritis society or other charities out there? Well, for one, we're 
putting a focus on non-visible disabilities. We're making it uh, a category in a way by itself. We want people to know that this is what's happening to people. This is what they go through. And this does exist. Mm. So that's one thing. Our main difference also is that we deal with individual individuals directly. We're cited uh, deals on an individual basis. Mm-hmm. So if somebody comes to us, we try to help them directly. We don't um, focus on um, raising funds for research, for uh, equipment, for such things. We focus yeah. on the individual directly. And uh, we try our best to be to build a personal relationship where we can really help that individual develop and get to where they were before. So that's our main differentiation is one, we, uh, we focus on non-visible disabilities as a category by itself. Two, we focus on individuals directly rather than a cause in general. Wow, that's amazing. Now, uh, what can, how, how uh, do you plan on getting the funds for that? Uh, are you a charity yet or uh, how do you raise funds for those very, very valuable purposes? So for now, we're not a charity. We're uh, applying for the charity registration and uh, that takes some time. But uh, for now, we're relying on... Uh, different sources of funding. We're running on, um, we're doing a lot of events, which we have the Spinathon coming up at O2 Wellness in September. Uh, we have uh, a few different fundraising gala dinners uh, in the plans. We have, we rely a lot on public and private donations. Uh, once we get the charity registration, that'll open the door for corporate donations for foundations more. Um, so we have uh, a few different sources of funding for now, government fundings. So that is that is really great. And how do clients or potential donors learn what events are coming up, where they can maybe participate if they want, if they like spinning and they want to be in a spinathon? How how can they know about the details of it? So they will be advertised on our website, on our social media, Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Uh, also through word of mouth. Uh, but anybody that's very interested in uh, in even uh, giving us thoughts on an event that something that they've been through and they think this event could help benefit them if it goes around what we're doing we're open to also discussing new uh, new ideas of different ways we can do fundraising events now that that so. is a very important point you are really somebody that people can talk to that's what we hope to be that's yeah. what we need to be yes. it's not it's not some top down thing but it's something that comes from the heart and hopefully touches the heart of many people exactly and uh, some of our members have been through this have experienced it firsthand so they know what it takes to be in a hard situation, come out of it, and sustaining staying out of it also. Yeah, that's the hardest part. Yeah. Because we all struggle sometimes. Life yeah. can be a struggle, and we all have to honor our struggles and the struggles of others, and it helps to have support, especially of people that are coming through similar uh, things and went through it, and there is sadly lots of people that need services like that. That's true. Now, what kind of services will be able to provide and what's your social media handle before I forget it? Our social media, what's sorry? Handle? What's uh, the name on Facebook and Instagram? Oh, so it's, it's, it's beabled. Be-abled? Be-abled. Uh, be-abled. On Instagram, it's uh, just beabled. Uh, I don't think they allowed us to use a dash. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, so Facebook and Instagram and LinkedIn. And of course, you can be-abled. click on the website. There's those little symbols that you can click on and go to the platform that you prefer. That's true. It'll give, it'll give them also an idea of each service, what we provide for each service, why we provide these services and uh, uh-huh. why they're needed. Um, so our, our logo, hopefully you'll, people will start recognizing our logo, which is a small B and a capital B, which really resembles uh, growth, growing from one place to another, not staying stuck in where you are. That is wonderful. I love that. <laughs> I you. didn't realize that. I saw the logo, but I didn't realize how you came up with that. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, thank you. 
Now, tell me a little bit more about uh, the plant fundraiser in September for those that are local. What can they do? So uh, the, the best thing they can do is join and have fun. It's going to be a nice, nice day at, uh, again, Otto Wellness in Bedford. Uh, our goal is to have 10 teams uh, raise, uh, fundraise a certain amount of money and then they would participate. We have great prizes for, for first, second and third places. Uh, actually, first place prizes are none are valued less than 200. Everything is over 200. Um, and our goal is to create a community awareness. Uh, it'll be a nice pinathon competition where somebody would, each team would spin for seven minutes. We would calculate the distance. But our goal from that is to get people from different occupations, different societies, different cultures to talk and get to know each other. We'll have an expert also give some ad advice on how to treat the, the or how to connect the physical body to the mental, to the mind, mm -hmm. and how they affect each other a lot. Yeah. So we'll try to do that. There'll be great food, great prizes, uh, great smoothies. So it'll be a nice, nice event. Uh, so overall. definitely, even if you're not a, a top spinner, check it out. It you will be fun even if you don't win the first prize. Who cares? Exactly. Uh, just sit on the bicycle and do your best. Exactly. exactly. And, <laughs> and if you fun, can, just come, come up and have fun and uh, uh, see us and maybe leave a few dollars in the coffers for those that need the services of Be Able. Or if definitely. you need the services, apply to become a champion at the website again. Is www.bbe-able.com <laughs> one day. That's true. And That's true. of course, this brings me to the end of today's show. So much. Thank you so much for coming on the show, Basam. It's a real you. privilege to knowing you. And for full disclosure, I am with you, Be Able. <laughs> Pleasure is mine, really. Thank yeah, you. yeah. It's and it's, it's, it's a great uh, society. It will be an amazing charity. And okay. I see growth for the future because there is definitely demand. And please don't hesitate to contact me with any questions, thoughts, comments, or suggestions. Or if you'd like to contact Basam, Be Abled, or myself, my email here is christine at communityradio.ca. Or you can contact me through my website, docchristine.com. And I'm always grateful for any feedback. I also want to extend a special thank you to today's producer, Cecil Wright. Thanks, Cecil. You're the best. You might not know this, but this is a volunteer-run non-profit radio station. And we even have an art gallery. If you're local and you'd like to drop in, we are at 11 Glendale Avenue, Lower Sackville. Thank you all for listening to Healthy Alternatives. I'm your host, Dr. Christine Sauer. Tune in next Thursday at noon on 97.5 CIOE FM Community Radio with live stream on communityradio.ca for the next episode. Goodbye and have a great day.